This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything A. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. And also brought to you by Mandaco. Talk to your Mandaco dealer or visit mandaco.com to learn more about Mandaco land rollers and tillage equipment. Today, Stats Canada revealed what Saskatchewan farmers intend to seed in the fields this year. Sask Wheat says last week was slow for wheat movement and provided its weekly outlook. And Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were up this past week. Farm weather's in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection, and Municipal Hale Insurance. Crop insurance at cost. See municipalhale.ca. Canadian farmers intend to plant more wheat, canola and barley this spring, while areas seeded to oats and lentils will decline. Stats Can says Saskatchewan farmers anticipate planting 7.3% more wheat this year at 14.2 million acres. In Saskatchewan, spring wheat will jump 10% to 9.2 million acres, while Durham will jump almost 3% to 5 million acres. Canola in Saskatchewan will rise 3.7% to 11.8 million acres. Barley acreage in Saskatchewan will drop 4.7% to 2.6 million acres, but barley will rise 7% in Alberta. Oats will fall 22% in Saskatchewan to 3.1 million acres this spring. Areas seeded to lentils will drop 7.7% from last year in this province to 3.5 million acres. The survey includes 9,500 farmers done in early January. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister David Merritt says the stats can seeding intentions are welcome news for the province. It means that, uh, you know, the numbers are looking pretty good for the province of Saskatchewan. We're seeing, obviously, some upward swings in, in canola. Uh, wheat is going to stay strong again. Wheat and Durham will be strong. Uh, we're seeing, you know, even the pulse side is staying, you know, very consistent with the lentil and peas at well over, you know, three and a half million acres intention right now. We'll see what that does. And obviously... We know weather plays a part in, in seeding uh, practices and what and how that all plays out. But we're hopeful, I'm pretty sure, in the southwest and western side of the province over the next couple of weeks, uh, we'll see the machinery in the fields and uh, guys will start, folks will start putting their crop in the ground. Do you think these intentions, which were a survey done in early January, are pretty accurate? I think they probably are, Jim, for a number of reasons. A lot of the farmers already have purchased their seed and their fertilizer needs and their and their and their chemical needs. They've already made those intentions to their suppliers. So I'm pretty sure that the you know the acres will probably fluctuate, you know, one, two, maybe three percent, maybe even five percent. But I think they're probably, you know, relatively very close. The only thing that's probably gonna change it drastically would be uh, obviously a weather related issue. Given the soil moisture that we have, how do you expect production this year to compare to last year? Will it be better, worse? What are your thoughts? Well, I think we have a very good start. I think that's first and foremost right now. Everybody I've talked to, uh, you know, the snowfall that we've had over the last month and a half in, for the most part, all over the province, but predominantly in the southwest and the south central, we saw significant moisture uh, there. So obviously the start's going to be very good. We never lose a crop in uh, May or June. It's usually in July where we'll, we'll 
obviously we'll need some moisture then again. But right now, I, everybody I've talked to in my constituency are very happy with the moisture conditions and are, you know, obviously like everybody anxious to get going. Yeah, when do you expect seeding to start? Well, I, you know, as I said, I think probably within the next week, 10 days in some parts of the province in the southwest and south central, they're probably going to where maybe they didn't receive quite as much snow. They may be getting ready to gear up. Obviously, you know, the temperature has to get to a certain point. The ground has to warm up. So it's all part and parcel to that. But I would say probably in the next week to 10 days, there's going to be outfits moving into the fields. We also have some new interesting numbers out. Saskatchewan's trade with Southeast Asian nations jumped 91.3% last year. What are your thoughts on this? This is quite a jump. Yeah, obviously we're very excited about it, Jim. And that's obviously another reason why we opened an office in uh, in Vietnam in, in Ho Chi Minh City. We, we could see obviously trade growth happening there. Obviously potash leads the way at just under two and a half billion dollars into that Indonesian area, but we saw wheat really climb up at well over just under 450 million, just under that. So uh, we see that and we're seeing other products in, in moving into that uh, area as well, region as well. But we're also seeing some interest in other commodities on the ag side as well, Jim. And I think that's important to see, you know, whether it's the pulse side or whether it's the canola side uh, or other uh, ag products. But we're seeing some interest and we're seeing, obviously, over the next few years, we'll probably will see those numbers continue to grow for the ag sector. That's Agriculture Minister David Merritt. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Spawley on 620 CKRM. The latest Sask Wheat Market Report says last week was slow for wheat shipments around the globe. Market analyst Michael Wilton of Mercantile Consulting says the U.S. wheat crop is rated only 27% good to excellent, the worst rating in 34 years due to extremely dry weather. In the significant purchases and trades, it was a slow week in the cash market. The Philippines bought June-July Australian wheat. Other than this, we heard of no significant wheat trades. U.S. commercial wheat sales were strong at 259,000 tons for the week, resulting in a season total of 18.5 million bushels. Total commitments are now 4% behind last year. We estimate U.S. sales need to only be about a million bushels per week for the remaining six weeks of the U.S. marketing year. And for comparison, last week we did 9.5 million bushels. The attention of the wheat market is increasingly turning towards new crop, which will start becoming available in late June. The International Grains Council released their April Grain Market Report on April 20th. The IGC put global 2023-24 wheat production at 787.3 million tons. This would be a 2% decline in global wheat production from last year. Most of the year-over-year decrease in production is expected to come from smaller crops in Russia, Australia, and Ukraine. These decreases would only be partially offset with stronger production in Argentina and the U.S. Global use in the upcoming crop season is expected to rise by another 1 million tons from last year, and ending stocks are forecast to tighten by 2%, or 6.7 million tons. In Canada, or maybe... I'll say North America. Spring wheat seeding in North America continues to look like it'll have a slow start. There was additional snow in large parts of the Canadian prairies last week, and snow still covers areas of Montana and North Dakota. 3% of the U.S. spring wheat area has been seeded, which is 5% behind last year and 4% behind average. 
For Canadian exports, week 37 exports were 321.8 thousand tons, for a season total of 8.1 million tons. There were no exports from Thunder Bay, and just 22.6 thousand tons of wheat was exported from the Bay and Lakes. For Durham, there is not a whole lot new in the Durham market. Most of old crop Durham trade is done, and users will be increasingly turning to new crop supplies. Durham exports in week 37 were 69.8 thousand tons, for a season total of 3.8 million tons. This means that Canada has only about 1 million tons worth of Durham remaining to export in the remaining 15 weeks of the marketing year. Farmers have already delivered 563,000 tons of this 1 million tons into the elevator system. There was nothing exported from Thunder Bay, where Durham's stocks grew by about 2,000 tons to 108,000 tons. We are sold out of old crop Durham and have sold 40% of expected new crop production. Market analyst Michael Wilton coming up after the farm weather details on grain exports from war-torn Ukraine. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. And now today's Agri-View with Doug Falconer of GX94. Brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlapp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Statistics Canada released its first acreage report for the 2023 growing season this morning. It says farmers expect to plant more wheat, canola, corn for grain, barley and soybeans in 2023, while area seeded to oats, lentils and dry peas is anticipated to decrease compared with the previous year. Farmers in Saskatchewan anticipate planting 7.3% more wheat in 2023, totaling 14.2 million acres. Spring wheat area is expected to expand 10.2% to 9.2 million acres, while Durham wheat area is anticipated to increase 2.9% to 5 million acres. Manitoba farmers anticipate planting 3.2 million acres of wheat, up 3.3% from one year earlier. In Saskatchewan, the province that produces the most canola, producers anticipate seeded area of canola to increase 3.7% to 11.8 million acres, Farmers in Manitoba anticipate seeding 3.3 million acres of canola, down 0.9% from the previous year. Manitoba is expected to lead the national increase in soybean acreage. Soybean area in the province is expected to rise 37.3% to 1.6 million acres, the highest area in the province since 2018. Farmers in Saskatchewan, where almost 90% of Canada's lentils are grown, expect seeded area to fall 7.7% to 3.5 million acres. According to updated supply and demand projections from Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada, Canadian pea, chickpea and edible bean exports will likely beat earlier expectations during the current 2022-23 marketing year. The stocks-to-use rations for the three crops should also tighten as a result. In its report Friday, the government agency upped its call for Canadian pea exports in 2022-23 to 2.6 million metric tons from an estimated 2.5 million in March. Canadian chickpea export projections for 2022-23 
were raised to 225,000 metric tons by AAFC, which compares with 200,000 in March and the 2021-22 level of 176,000. Edible bean exports for the current marketing year were up to 340,000 metric tons from 320,000 in March. The supply and demand table for lentils was left unchanged, with 2.3 million metric tons of exports expected during the current crop year and only 100,000 tons of carryout stocks. A major shareholder in pea and canola protein processor Merit Functional Foods has brought on an unnamed partner in its bid to buy the business out of receivership. After announcing last month it would submit a bid for the practically new Merit assets, Vancouver-based plant protein firm Burcon Nutriscience says it's now participating in a bid for Merit in cooperation with an industry plant protein company. Having just opened for business in early 2021, with major shareholders also including U.S. agri-food firm Bungie, and former executives of Hemp Oil Canada, Merritt was placed into receivership on March 1st. Court-appointed receiver Price Waterhouse Coopers, in its first report filed March 31st with Court of King's Bench in Winnipeg, said it had set a deadline of last Friday for formal bids on the Merritt assets and expects to determine the accepted offer by this Friday. After a relatively quiet March with just one outbreak of highly pathogenic avian influenza in domestic poultry, Quebec has turned up 13 outbreaks so far this month. The Quebec government announced April 6th they will put up $800,000 for the province's poultry disease control team to go toward producer training, updating biosecurity protocols, building up field expertise in cleaning and disinfection of barns, and buying and developing new systems for rapid culling on infected farms. The province also said it would set up new supports for small farms, including the establishment of a voluntary ID registry, biosecurity training for backyard and smaller-scale poultry operations, and development of a best practices guide for construction of chicken coops. Relatively few cases have been spotted so far this month elsewhere in Canada, They include a non-commercial, non-poultry site in central Alberta's Lacombe County detected Friday and two commercial poultry barns in southwestern Ontario. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Mainly sunny today, wind northwest 20, gusting to 40, increasing to 40, gusting to 60 this afternoon, the high today 13. A few showers beginning overnight, the low plus 5. Thursday, a few showers ending in the morning, then partly cloudy. Wind northeast 20 in the morning and then north 40, gusting to 60. So it's going to be windy tomorrow, the high 12, the low minus 2. Friday, sunny, the high 15, the low plus 2. Saturday, sunny, the high 15, the low minus 1. Sunday, again, a high of 15 with a low of plus 1. 
Monday, sunny and even milder, the high 21, the low plus 3. Tuesday, sunny, the high 23 degrees. Normal high for this date is 15, the normal low is plus 1. The sun rose at 543 this morning. It sets at 810 tonight. And currently around the province, the hot spot is in the southwest corner at Valmarie at 13 degrees. The cold spot up north, Island Falls at plus 1. Estevan in the southeast, Saskatoon, both 11 degrees. Swift Current, 10. Weyburn, 8. Yorkton is also 11 degrees. Cloudy and Regina, 11 degrees. 52 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest, 37, gusting to 46. Humidity, 48%. The barometric pressure falling, 101.4. Partly cloudy, Moose Jaw, 11. Winds are from the west-northwest, 41, gusting to 54. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 11. That's 52 Fahrenheit. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. The latest Sasquheat market outlook expects Russia will remain an aggressive seller of wheat from September through December this year. Market analyst Michael Wilton has an update on grain shipments from war-torn Ukraine and Russia. Bulgaria, Hungary, Poland, Romania and Slovakia have all announced bans on grain and other food imports from Ukraine. The EU Commission said it would ban grain and oilseed imports in these countries until June 5th, but will only enforce these bans if the bans by individual countries are removed. Some of these countries have said they would allow Ukrainian food products to flow through their countries so long as nothing is unloaded. In Poland, there are videos of electronic seals being added to Ukrainian transport trucks, which are then escorted by border patrol across the country. In the Black Sea, there's ongoing rhetoric about the Black Sea trade corridor. Vessel inspections in the Joint Coordination Center were halted for two days last week as Russian officials continue to call for the lifting of sanctions on Russian payments, logistics, and insurance. Threats over the grain corridor have been a regular occurrence since it was implemented, but there is a growing feeling that Russia may follow through this time. There was additional saber-rattling with reports that G7 countries are considering an outright ban on Russian exports, which prompted Russian officials to say they would scrap the grain deal entirely if this happens. A closure of the trade corridor, in our opinion, would be more important for new crop, as Ukraine has already shipped most of its exportable surplus of wheat. Ukraine is inquiring about deepening the Danube River so that they would be able to export grains to Western Europe even if the trade corridor closes. The Russian Ag Ministry estimated that their wheat crop in the upcoming season will be 78 million tons, although their estimate included areas that were part of occupied Ukraine. There is no way of knowing what Russia planted last fall, but it likely means that Russia will produce 75 million tons of wheat on their own land. A 75-ton million crop means that yield would be 25% less than last year, 
Previous estimates put Russia's crop from 80 to 85 million tons. For the outlook, Russian new crop supplies should be ample, and prices are still attractive to Russian growers. Russia will again be an aggressive seller for wheat in the September to December time frame. The future of Ukraine's wheat crop and their ability to move it remains difficult to assess. Michael Wilton of Mercantile Consulting compiled this week's Market Outlook for the Sask Wheat website. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were showing upward movement this past week. Jace Fossen with the Livestock Branch in the Ministry of Agriculture says strong demand is pushing up prices for feeder cattle. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices averaged higher last week compared to the previous week. There was no price established for the three to 400 pound steers. Prices ranged from 344.60 per hundred weight for the four to five weight steers to 246.50 for the 900 plus pound steers. The largest price gain was in the five to six weight steers up an average of 1050 per hundredweight over the prior week. Prices for feeder heifers ranged from 319.33 for the three to four weight heifers to 243.40 for the 800 plus pound heifers. The largest price gain averaged 510 per hundredweight for the five to six pound feeder heifers. And what were the factors be the pushing up the feeder cattle prices? We continue to see limited marketings of feeder cattle, but strong demand Uh, That strong demand is backed by strong futures market and an anticipated high yield of barley in the fall. What were marketings? Canfax reported 8,419 head of Saskatchewan feeder cattle sold over the previous week, which is just slightly below the 8,426 head marketed the week prior. Market volumes were 5% below 2022. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? The Canfax price for Alberta fed steers reported on April 21st was 227.10 per hundredweight. This was up 353 per hundredweight compared to the last reporting of 223.57 on April 14th. Alberta cow prices were were up compared to last week. The price of D2 slaughter cows averaged 139.86 per hundredweight, which was up an average of 944 per hundredweight. And the price of D3 slaughter cows was up 579 per hundredweight to average 121.71. Jace Fawson with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture compiles the weekly cattle market summary for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Here's the market updates with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. Market update is brought to you by Sask Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola went up $8.50 to $730.32. Number one red spring wheat fell 418 at 373.08. The rest were unchanged. Durham 433.68. Feed barley 357.58. Chickpeas 1058.22. Flax 541.98. Lentils 793.50. Oats 220.32. Yellow peas 402.60 and feed wheat 289.55. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, hard red spring wheat for May is down 14 and three quarter cents at 8.23 a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 6:20 CKRM.
The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock, 842-4574. Now, the latest Livestock Quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of April 25th. Our last regular sale was on April 12th. The market is still holding strong. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.22 to $1.44. D3 cows sold from $1.05 to $1.20. Counter cows sold from $0.60 cents to $0.80. Cents. Hefferettes sold from $1.75 to $2.10. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.45 to $1.65. Our last pre-sorted sale was on April 10th. For 50 to 500 pound steers averaged three dollars at 16 cents and sold up to three dollars at 33 cents 500 to 550 pound steers averaged three dollars at three cents and sold up to three dollars at 33 cents 550 to 600 pound steers averaged three dollars and ten cents and sold up to three dollars at 29 cents 600 to 650 pound steers averaged two dollars and 92 cents and sold up to three dollars at 24 cents 650 to 700 pound steers averaged two dollars and 95 cents and sold up to three dollars at 13 cents 700 to 800 pound steers averaged two dollars at 74 cents and sold up to two dollars at 99 cents and 800 to 900 pound steers averaged three two dollars at 64 cents and sold up to two dollars and 79 cents heifers were 30 to 35 cents back from the steers this has been stephanie digg reporting from the weyburn livestock exchange the market that gets the cattle and the prices too and now the latest saskatchewan pork prices ham sold 7600 hogs tuesday selling a range of 180 to 191 per ckg today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 head selling a range of 184 to 194 per ckg Hams number one sales this week are down, selling in the range of 26 to 33 cents per pound live weight. Hams cash out price today is up, and forward contract prices open lower this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar is down 43 basis points, with a daily exchange rate at 1.3623. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 73.48 cents U.S. Daily U.S. cash prices turned higher, with the negotiated Western Crumble up 13 cents, while the national formula has improved $1.06 U.S. 100 weight relative to the previous day. The weekly trend remains leaning slightly negative in all regions, however, albeit to less of an extent seen in previous weeks. The net value of the carcass pulled back 27 cents U.S. 100 weight yesterday, meaning the support in the form this came from more aggressive bidding in one of the pricing baskets that make up the national base formula, which is a positive sign. The USDA released the March cold storage report yesterday, and while the numbers could be considered positive compared to the averages, there still is a lot of pork in inventory. Total pork, while lower than pre-2023 year and five-year averages, came in 2.4% higher than February, and at 533.9 million pounds, it is 9.9% higher than last year. The cold storage report was not considered bullish, but lean hog futures have turned higher to end today's session. The weekly export sales report will be released tomorrow morning. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your farm fresh water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. The Canadian Agri-Food Automation and Intelligence Network announced a call for ag tech project proposals. It launched its third open competition, a $5 million initiative designed to foster advances in a sector of importance to Canada's socio-economic well-being and environmental sustainability. The $5 million pushes the organization's total funding commitments to more than $36 million. 
Canadian National Railway has upped its financial forecast for the year after reaping record first quarter revenues from a bumper grain crop and higher oil prices. The sunny outlook comes despite the CEO expecting a shrinking economy throughout much of the year as volumes sag for shipping containers and some bulk cargo. Chief Executive Tracy Robinson says the railway's current volumes indicate a mild recession and it's unclear how long it will go on. However, as overall volumes slip, the company plans to avoid cutting employees and focus on training locomotive engineers. On the markets today, the TSX is up 13 points at 20,453. The Dow has dropped 82 points to 33,448. Oil is down 78 cents at 76.29 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is at 73.40 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of the broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news, on your voice for everything ag, 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.